There's no throne. There is no version of this where you come out on top. If we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. From the Helicarrier Classic, we are the number one companion to Marvel's Avengers Alliance over there on Facebook. I am the Rock Out of Podcasting, Charles McFall, along with me, the Vampire Hunter, Brian Nibbett. That's right. Ooh, the Vampire Hunter. I like that. I was yes. thinking, I was thinking, you know, Simon Belfont and you know, Belmont, rather. Belmont. Not, not Belfont. Belfont, because, you know, we, we don't want you to sing Caribbean songs or anything. <laughs> Belafonte. Yeah. You were going with a Belafonte reference Belafonte. there. Yeah, there well you. done. Thank you. You could, you could use a Del Monte <laughs> reference instead of the, ah, you know, yeah. the canned pineapple of podcasting. Oh, that would be good. See, this is why you, you earned the big money, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, here's uh, what we're going to be talking about today on the show uh, as one PvP ends. That's it for that one. I was going to say another <laughs> one begins, but it doesn't. No. That was the joke. Yeah. Uh, so, Hussein, there's a chance. And the countdown tonight begins. Those are the headlines for what's coming up later uh, on the show. But before we get to that, Charles, what can people spend their their gold on? I, I expect that there's a myriad of things, like a, a completely full Platum store where people can spend their gold and get lots and lots of things. I'm guessing that's the case. Is that the case? I I, I believe it is because every time I click on the store, I just get this blue screen of death on my computers. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> really? I think that means it's just over full of stuff. Yeah, no, too um, many things to actually show in one screen <laughs> is what, what there is. Of course, with it being the end of PvP and no new spec ops going on, right now you've just got the randomized uh, ISO 8. Uh, what is that? Or EISO, AISO, and then the refined ISO for oh. your character. So that's that's pretty much it. That's on sale. So I would like to take the opportunity to say, hey, go over to patreon.com forward slash from the helicarrier. We really could use your support. You know, we know things have gone different with the games. People have dropped off. Things have changed. We went to a monthly format, and it's worked well for everybody. But we really could use you to, to kick it up a notch and then jump in there and be a part of what we do. It helps us out. It keeps the lights on. And I went to a weird voice. I don't know why. So that's... <laughs> Here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing about the Patreon. Yeah. Um, it gives you access. And you can get in there really, really cheaply. You can get in there for, you know, 50 cents a show or a quarter a show or who knows what. I mean, every little bit helps us out. It's, yeah. it's a great uh, a great way to make sure that we are able to keep doing what we're doing. But here's a really cool thing is that it gets you into the Agents Only Lounge yes. where you've got the the brain trust of all of these fantastic players. Not Charles and me. No, no, no. We we ride the, the, the coattails of yeah, those guys absolutely. as well. I get people to help me out but all the, the time. The Agents Only Lounge is filled with people who have PvP advice, who have suggestions for your PvE team, who tell you whether or not that weapon that just came out is any good or not, um, and who give you uh, updates. When we're not doing a show, the folks in the, in the Agents Only Lounge give a lot of great updates and things that are going on in the game and outside of the game. So uh, 
the number one reason for joining our Patreon and, and helping support the show and making sure it continues is to get access to uh, all those great minds and all those great things that you get in the Agents Only Lounge. Of course, you know, uh, helping us out, making sure the show continues, making sure that that we have hosting fees taken care of and and um, anti-spam tools and and hardware for recording the show and things like that. Obviously, that helps, but uh, primarily, you're uh, you're you're getting that brain trust. So yeah. there you go. That, that's the end of that commercial. <laughs> and that, that brain trust is man. They are they are amazing. Uh, and I want to give a quick shout out. So I I credit Reed with like every great team I've ever had. Apparently, and every time I credit him with something, he's like, "No, no, that wasn't me. That was so and so in the chat room." Or you've got a lot of great advice. And so I will say thank you to the Brain Trust. But you guys really have given me a lot of great advice. And we're going to talk about PvP soon. But actually, while I was in the midst of PvP game day or the day before, he and I were both up late trying to crack in and make sure we got into adamantium before we started getting knocked down the ladder is a nice way to say it. And uh, he actually helped me with some specific tips for for my setup, and I really appreciate mm. that. So Very cool. What else do we have going on? No more shout-outs. You know, people, we used to do shout-outs when you hit 300, but I think for the most part we all hit 300, and that just kind of <laughs> fell I off. I think so, there. yeah. Maybe we need to have, you know, I have all 15s, a shout-out to Super Spartans or whatever, but, uh, yeah, so congratulations. You know, when, when I was goading you into the store talk, I was thinking you were going to mention the Small Hadron Collider, but that was it's not there uh, anymore. just – It's not there anymore, limited yeah. time only. So I considered hopefully. it. I considered it. I actually thought it would be up still today uh, yeah. by the clock, but apparently I, I misunderstood Plato's clock and how it Oops. works. Yeah. Uh, not that I was going to buy it, but that we could say, oh, today's the last day to get it. But yesterday apparently was the last day you could get it. Last you could get it. And it is it is so good. I mean, it is, it is a great weapon. So if you did pick it up, then – uh, good on you. If not, that's all right. Uh, you know, pick it up when it comes around uh, next time. But it is a, it's one of those weapons that I that I'd call like B level. You know, if A level okay. is your um, your cube, uh, your um, lantern of doom, the rapier, stuff yeah. like that. Large hadron collider is definitely a B level weapon. Um, okay. So worth picking up. Um, Colson's Revenge, I would think, is a B level now. Used to be an A yeah. level. Used to used to be one everybody would have to get. Yeah, I, I, somebody had it in PvP, and it I made fires constantly, but it mm -hmm. did minimal damage to my team. So I'm like, oh, you're just an annoying little gnat. Kill you. All right, thanks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I would have to say it's probably a B level at this point, unfortunately. Um, right. And and things change. I mean, that's the thing. At some point, the rapier will be changed, and then it won't be a level anymore either. But you know, that's how life goes. Mm -hmm. So, well, well, let's talk about. I don't know. Something did something uh, happen in the game recently? Maybe maybe something that ended yesterday. <laughs> something I don't know that you want to talk about. <laughs> I'm pulling out my soapbox. There you go. Yeah. yeah. PVP right. just ended in the. Uh, Avengers Alliance. First, let's let's yeah. uh, where do we end up? Well, I you tell right, me Mary. where you ended up. Mine has to be part of the story because it's mm. all right. Okay, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll tell mine because it's quicker and and uh, then you then it like actually lends more weight to yours. I think. Yeah. Uh, ended up in adamantium. I um, you know, got super busy the last few weeks and I screwed up in in doing even my five attacks a day. Um, so by the time I opened up the game. Yesterday, yesterday morning, I was um, not just vibranium, but knocked all the way back down into diamond. Okay. 
And so I basically just had the game up while I was working the whole day. And anytime it was my turn, I'd go over there, I'd do an attack and then get back to work. But basically I, in four hours, made it from Diamond up until just the, the top level of Vibranium and hadn't lost a single battle doing that. I don't know if it was just luck of the draw as far as who I was getting or whatever, um, but uh, still using the team of Null and Avalanche, and I guess they're really good against a lot of these teams that um, uh, that uh, are popular right now for Vibranium. But once I hit Adamantium, that is where things kind of went awry. And for every battle I was, for every five battles I was winning, I was losing one or two. And when you lose one or two, it's, you lose more ground because you lose the time um, for that battle where somebody else is probably knocking you down further while you're attacking. Yeah, yeah, that defensive thing is really going to be addressed. So, um, yeah, so uh, bottom line is I did make it to Adamantium. I stopped playing about an hour before uh, the cutoff um, because I felt like I had enough padding. And it was, I was at... Uh, 1704, I think, is where I stopped. And I said, all right, I'm just gonna just gonna refresh every 15 minutes and just kind of make sure that I'm not just getting completely obliterated in my defensive teams. So um refresh the first time and I'm down to like 17 or uh, 1660. I'm like, all right, that's probably okay. Then I refresh and then I'm down to 1629. Like, ooh, okay. And that's like it uh, with a half an hour left to go. And then I refresh a quarter till and it's like I'm at 1590. And I'm starting ooh. to sweat. I'm like, crap, do I fight? But if I fight and, and I lose, lose then, I, that, you know, it's doubling the amount that I drop. And I just decided, all right, I'm going to tough it out. I'm just going to tough it out. And uh, sure enough, ended with, um, what did I end with? I think 15, I think right around 1590 something. Wow. That was um, smart. That was smart. Yeah, because those last yeah fifteen ninety five is where I ended up, and and that last hour was a total butt clencher because you're watching all this stuff, thinking, "Crap, crap, am I going to get knocked down?" Because I could just see it fifteen forty nine or something like that. So, uh, but I figure that last hour is a tough one to compete in, not just because of the potential for CVEs, and again, got to hand it to played them for. I never never saw a single CVE, so that was good. Nice. Um, but you don't want to take that chance that you're going to lose. And while you're losing, somebody's going to attack you and, and defeat you and, uh, you know, knock you down twice as much. So, so I, I just, I just grabbed the, grabbed the sides of my desk, gripped them tightly and, and did not touch my mouse. And <laughs> well, maybe I would have had a shot had I, once I barely got into adamantium, had I stopped playing, maybe. Yeah. Probably not. So Probably let's not, let's not if you just got barely in. No, let's let's spin a little tail here. So I'm just looking back at the last couple of seasons where we know that sometimes it was last minute for me. It was whatever. So the last actual adamantium rank I made was uh, Hellcat. Then mm -hmm. on Cloak and Dagger, two hundred uh, two hundred twenty three wins, and I made fourteen eighty five. And I'm pretty sure that one was I just didn't have time. Beetle was the last one 176 wins and 1454 and again mm -hmm. we you know i was like yeah yeah i lost my time i didn't have the time mm -hmm. on game day you know came right under so here's the kicker i mean if you really look back in my last adamantium win 290 wins was my last adamantium 246 wins this time 1521 
is where I was. Oh, now here's here's the worst part for me, and, and I do have I, I I did a Twitter very as nice as I could uh, at the time saying this has to be addressed, and here's why. And I want to talk about my experience was totally different. Limited scientific research here. When I was in Diamond, I forget which one of these it was, but when I was in Diamond, um, I walked right up to Adamantium, like you said, on game day. Like I started in Diamond, fight, 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 just no losses until I hit, Ad, you know, got close to Adamantium. And that was one of those days where I just didn't have the time to focus. I'm like, oh man, I could have made it if I'd spent a little more time. You know, I couldn't focus because I had things to do that day. And we might have even streamed that one. I can't remember. I just remember going, ah, oh, it's my fault. I didn't make it because I had zero losses. My team just walked mm -hmm. right up. I just couldn't get enough battles in because of my time. I take responsibility. So this time I'm going, I've got plenty of time to do this. <laughs> Three or four days before, a week before, I'm in adamantium. I'm at 1650 in adamantium. Minimal overnight losses, right? I still am in nice. Adamantium the next morning. And this is playing with Spitfire, Star-Lord. And he's a tactician, not a blaster, because I don't have the blaster one. But he's still decent. And I'm using the blaster uh, wildfire suit for the agent. And I'm using the tips I got last at the end of the last season with uh, all these quick-hit uh, attacks. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not quick battle, but like they hit Black Roscoe, Cosmic Cardinal, the rapier, the mystic, and the cognitive foreboding, right? So if they do a buff, debuff, I can get in there and punch them before they do it. Right. So, and the team is doing well, man. Whatever losses I actually have on offense, they are good losses. Like, oh, that was so close. Or you got a good team. No one shots whatsoever. Cool. Until cool. I break into adamantium. And then it's all of a sudden I'm... I'm at fifteen fifty one. I'm fighting a team mm. at eighteen something, and oh like, no, really? Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, and I get knocked right out of it. And that happened once or twice because uh, I was in, in and out of adamantium this season. And but once I get up to sixteen fifty, I'm like, cool. Then the night before, I'm sitting there fighting, and I'm fighting, and I win my way out of adamantium. I'm like, how is that even possible? This is the night before game day. <laughs> All right, so I I left it at oh, just about sixteen hundred the night before game day. I came into 130 something loss to mid vibranium and i get in and this team has done me right all season long no missteps no metas that break it nothing wrong with it all season long solid team except for game day oh uh, no I, okay halfway through the season I, I changed from all those uh possible attack weapons to the psychic set plus the rapier oh yeah right okay uh, and then i changed the rapier to the cosmic cardinal because one of the things i was noticing is with the rapier i'm triggering uh the sputum right the absorb energy mm -hmm. so i changed that out to cosmic cardinal it hits just as much or almost just as much and it's a ranged attack so if i shoot you it won't absorb energy uh and that's i mean that has been working so well this whole season if i lose it like i said it's a good loss game day I'm going through, and I'm in Vibranium, and every third battle, I just get tanked out. I just lose. Mm -hmm. And finally, I said, okay, I'm going to go. I tried a few. The only time I stopped playing active battles was two times during game day. Once was when I wanted to change my team and set up. I went to practice mode first, and I played two battles in practice mode and made sure I was happy with it. And that was I dropped Star-Lord and put Null in. So it was Null, okay. Spitfire, and the same agent. And I changed my weapons out from the Psychic, because it just wasn't, it just, it, it, it was like, you have those flashlights, but you know, 
Oh, let's go old school, man. You got that tape player, and the batters are dying, so the music's going along, going along, and it's really slowing down. <laughs> That's how the weapons right. felt. The batteries, batteries slowly right? draining. Okay. It felt uh-huh. like my batteries and my weapons were draining because they just weren't doing anything anymore. Oh, jeez. Okay. So I swapped it back out to that first set I talked about and put Null in, and then, bam, I'm, I'm climbing. I'm making progress. Okay. And I get the adamantium. I get 15, 54 in adamantium. And the analogy I can give you is like climbing up a mud hill in the rain. And you're slipping and you're sliding. You can't, and you finally get to that top and you can get a foothold and you look up. And there's somebody there to throw a medicine ball at your chest. And you just go and just tumble. Because for every win I get, I'm getting two losses on defense. And by the way, this is the same defense. It was, Spit, it was Spitlord. It was Starlord. It was Spitfire. It was those. Those the I can hit you weapons. anytime weapons, right? That mm-hmm. same loadout. Right. Right. And they were getting me green numbers for the most part throughout the whole season. How come playing them? This is a serious question. If this stuff, and the reason I tell all that is to say, if this stuff works through the normal season all the time, I can get some green numbers on defense. Not all green numbers, but I get some good green numbers on defense or minor losses on defense. How come on game day that just all goes out the window? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It doesn't compute man it doesn't make sense to me and then to have the struggle so i started an adamantium get knocked to vibranium in that last 24 hours and i had a struggle every fight was a struggle and i got an adamantium three different times and it was never beyond 15 60 you know 10 points mm-hmm. over and mm-hmm. i would i would just i would come up against a literal wall it would be 10 thousand hit points higher than me and they'd one shot my team and i'd go right back into vibranium Jeez. and typically up until the last hour if i got back into vibranium i'd almost one shot that team i mean my team was very good and they would kill vibranium teams and i so i i I feel like i deserve adamantium with this team right except as soon (laughs) as i cross the line it's like no and (laughs) denied did not and so i'm in that last hour i'm like i'm at 15 51 but I got to fight because there's no way that's going to stand, right? Mm-hmm. 15, right. 51 will not stand. I mean, the last five oh, minutes, sure. maybe, but not the yeah. last hour. So no, I don't even know the last five minutes. That's just one fight. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm yeah. fighting on. I get down to the last 20 minutes, and my blood pressure's been good up until this point. I'm like, eh, you know, I'm all right if I don't make it. <laughs> I've got my complaints. Yeah. That's how my whole day is like, eh. It's broken. I've got my complaints. We'll talk about it on the show, but I, I don't need to rage. I, for whatever, something in the last 20 minutes just clicked in my head. It just flipped that switch. And I'm like, I just feel it building. And in the last uh-huh. 10 minutes of it, I got the last battle I needed. It was going to put me into 1550. It's going to mm-hmm. put me at 1555. And I won. I won. Bing, mm-hmm. the game's been updated. You need to refresh. And my face, I just, I just. It's that moment where you get so mad you don't even know what you're saying. Let me see if I make sure I say this right. Because I screamed it and immediately laughed at myself. But I said, you you lick kicker tunt sister. And I'm not tuning it up. That's the literal words I said. And even I'm like, I am so angry. I can't even cuss right. I have no, those are not even words. <laughs> you know? It just I just lost. I, and then I get right back in because like, okay, it's gonna give me a loss, but I've still got five minutes. I can get one more battle in. It might be enough to push me over. Literally came up. I'm sorry, you can't we can't load the game at this time. I'm sorry. It just would not load until the time of PvP had ended. And that's what I wrote to to them after I calmed down enough to quit screaming. I think uh if we ever make t shirts for front helicarrier, it's gonna be lint. What was it? What was it? It was lick, lick kicker, t- tunt lick, kicker, sister, tunt 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. That's from Archer. Know That's the last name of uh, the girl from Archer. She's oh, a tunt. Oh, okay. And right. probably, I've been watching a lot of Archer lately, so that probably is burning my my seizure brain there. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know <laughs> where wow. that came from. But so I did a fifteen twenty one because of the the last loss I got and two more defensive losses. Then you know it's like that that is, but I paid attention and I tried, yeah. and that's what my whole point of this long story is. Play them because we know you listen. I wanted you to hear all that to say. Please take PvP down and do whatever it takes to fix it to make it more level. What you do in MA2 is amazing. While there are frustrations there, I feel like it's a super fair system. And here it's like, yeah, it works, it works, it works, it works. Except this one day when nothing matters, zero yeah. defensive wins, none. And now my offense doesn't even work anymore. And I had to at least get half the meta, which was null, which is what you had. You had half the meta. You had null on your team as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, uh, I, I, I don't know how it worked out well for me because I was really fully resigned. I was fully resigned to say, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to get vibranium. I'm totally fine with that. I'll buy the, um, I'll buy Songbird when she becomes available for CP. And when, when I was just having, I guess, just really good luck getting through it, I thought, all right, I'm going to make a go for it. Let's just do it. But, um, uh, I knew from past seasons that. The, one of the worst things you can do is wait until the last day to try and get from vibranium and adamantium. And I was even, I was even lower than that. I was in freaking uh, uh, diamond. Now in saying that, I wonder if there's anything to that. I wonder if there's something in the game that looks at how you, uh, what level you were when you launched the program that day and got your, you know, your login roulette and and all your new, you know, new messages for the day, all that stuff, and um, and bases who you go against based on that. So like, I log in the game and I'm diamond, and it says, "All right, well, we're gonna throw uh, PvP enemies at you that are applicable to diamond, even though you're in vibranium." Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> Who knows? I don't. It's just a theory because I mean, I I am amazed that I was able to sail through vibranium the way I did. I mean, Nolan Avalanche are great, and the, yeah. the 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 weapon set I'm using is great. I'm not even using the current um, spec ops gear, even though I I wanted to. I just didn't feel like I had enough time to learn it. But basically, I'm using just about everything I'm using is. Um, is full team attack. I'm using Famine's Toll. I'm using the Lantern of Doom, the Cube, of course. Uh, Avalanche and Null both are primarily, you know, their last two attacks, their uh, six and nine attacks are all enemy attacks that stack. And especially the dropping, you know, the collapsing infrastructure or whatever it is that, that Null does, the, the, the ground yeah. crap. Yeah, that, um, that and, actually would help because everybody was anti-psychic Nobody yeah. was anti-magic anymore. Right. And so that really changed That's the game. probably what helped me a lot, yeah. a lot on that. So, uh, and that's so a meta. Looking, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 oh, everybody's psychic. Let's go magic. Because that's right. what his classing infrastructure is classified as. Yeah. And sure enough, I mean, it did, especially with the Mystic, it really amped up the the, right. the damage on that, man. That was the nice. one weapon I wish I could get, and I know it pops up on the the, uh, the the weapon roulette every once in a while, is the Techno-Organic Skeleton, which basically makes mm. you mindless. And yeah. um, I'd love to to grab that at some point, but just haven't, uh, haven't yet. Um, 
yeah, I, I feel like I lucked out, but I, you know, can't, now that I've said it, I can't get the thought out of my head that maybe there's something to that about what level you start the day in because, uh, I'd never want to let it go and say, all right, I'm going to start in diamond on game day and then push through all the way into adamantium. That's just too much, too much stress. And I don't want to deal with that. But if that's, if there's something, well, I will do the research on the next one. If if they don't are you, do a preview, are you gonna really wait? You're gonna really wait. Well, and, I'll do the five. You do. I do the five a day. Okay. Because, right. Well, because I've had so many adamantium losses at this point. Yeah, I know. That yeah. Under, some were deserved because I didn't give the effort, but some I feel like were undeserved. But I, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm saying I'm used to being a loser. Thank you, Plato. Um, no. <laughs> but if I do the five a day and not worry about it, uh, then on game day, and I'll make sure I check my calendar. But then, as long as I can fight on game day, that we'll see. We'll test out that theory. And see what happens. Because either way, apparently I'm just getting vibranium. Now, vibranium is awesome. That suit is bonkers, man. It's really, really cool. And the weapon, yeah. the WebWub device is fun to look at. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be worth anything, honestly. I've only played with it once. But it's really fun to look at and to say WebWub. Totally. Uh, if you can if you can uh, nail down vibranium, then you're good, yeah. right? I mean, basically, yeah. the suit, you can, it seems like that's the only place you're going to get that suit unless they do a big sale like six to nine months from now. Um, the weapon, again, something that you might get later on. Maybe, but, yeah. Uh, but the hero you can always buy, um, you know, a couple months down the road. So just get, just focus on vibranium and, and go for adamantium, of course, but I'm yeah. certainly... I was certainly going to, you know, and I think I said this two seasons ago, and then I did it last season. I didn't do it this season, but I'm going to get into adamantium early. (laughs) (laughs) I I did that last season, did not do that this season. I I do. I just opened up. I haven't started about it. I did open up one with the suit because Bobby Shipley had mentioned something about the suit freaking him out, and I should pay attention to it. And then uh, here in the chat room, Mm -hmm. who just said it, uh, uh, somebody said it was buggy. And it, oh, oh M.A. Clairvoyant says buggy says load up. Sure enough, the graphic for your head floats differently than the graphic for your body. Oh no way, really? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to. I'm I'm, in, I'm equipping that right now. Yeah, man, it's it's really. I cool. want to see that business. <laughs> it's not because uh, I didn't even notice it the first time right now because I'm looking at the other team. But yeah, if you if you so it's not like drastically like oh my god, what is that? Until you look at it, and when you look at it, it's like, oh wow, that. It moves independently of the body. That's interesting. Really? All right, I'm trying to see if it looks, if you can view it in the character select screen, because that is brilliant if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, and some people have done some great setups on it where the, the agent's <laughs> healing 800 CP every round. and you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. Like It's like your neck is a slinky or something. Right. right. <laughs> oh, that is, that is brilliant. Okay. So, so ultimately, ultimately, I am very happy with where I landed. I mean, Vibranium is a very good place to sure. be. Sure. Honestly, the characters in PvP haven't been the end all be all of everything, and I can get them. I will get them actually with CP. You know, so I'm not worried about it. It was the experience, and mm-hmm. that's what I communicated in my tweet. And I used my account instead of the the game account, the show account. Uh, not that I was ugly because everybody knows who I am anyway and it would still be related. But I was like, <laughs> I wanted them to understand it wasn't us as a collective going, rah, it was me um, going. And I did say, I said, this experience has to be fixed. Going from winning to one-shot losses and then getting locked out in the last 10 minutes, it leaves a bad experience. And that's what I wanted sure. to communicate 
immediately to them and not rage. I didn't feel like there was any rage to it. I didn't feel like there was, you know, when you go back and look at it, saying it that way. Because I want them to understand I had a really bad experience on game day and it does break the game because we do foster that. I mean, the game fosters that mentality mm-hmm. of catch them all, right? And mm-hmm. when we can totally fight, does. I know it's a game, but I feel like I deserve adamantium because I put the work in. I had a good team. I don't <laughs> understand. It, it's, it's, Oh, did you ever watch Last Comic Standing? Yeah, a little bit of it, yeah. There's this one, it may be the first season, I think, where they had Drew Carey and some other guys being the judges to say, you know, who's going to go through. And the producers even put it on that at the end of the the judging, before they went to the main show, that Drew Carey walked off the show. Because that's, he goes, that's not who we voted for. Is that who you voted for? And nobody voted for this person who won. And they're like, what is going on? They leave. And because oh, no. it was a produced show. I mean, that was the thing. The producers right. wanted these certain people on, and they they walked did, off did the Todd, show. Did Cochran hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if Todd Cochran knows about that. But that's kind of how I felt is what they were expressing at the time. I was like, I don't understand. I was told if I do this, this is how this works. It's not working that way. Nobody communicated to me that, oh, I was, oh you know, let's talk about algorithms. So you got the point of that. It just so happens my friend who is heavy into algorithms, I mean, that's what he does all day long for his job. Sure, sure. He caught me right after the game ended, and he's like, man, what are you frustrated about? Because I was trying not to talk about it. I was trying to talk about whatever he called about. <laughs> and like, well, it's my game. But you can like, hear it in your voice. Yeah. And, nice. I was like, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to vent for a second. And I did, and he goes, oh, tell me more. I'm, I'm fascinated. And I started talking to him about it. He asked about, was there a paid version? Is there this? Or is there? It's like, no. And I explained it to him. I said, well, the only thing is gold sale. There's a, you you, you bet we call it a Play-Dome task because we support the game. And he says, that's it right there. Now, he doesn't know all, any of the numbers, just going off the information I was able to hand him. He said, it sounds like on an algorithm level, somebody like you, Ibit, who has a lot of gold because you pay, you do the $50 at minimum every month and you do that. Quite possibly the maximum. algorithm leans the towards way, you. Maximum, Joe. Fifty dollar maximum. <laughs> Just, I, I've been I'm, generous. I was being yeah, generous. there's no point at which I say, "Boy, I sure would love to give them a hundred of my dollars this month." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, but but I haven't done a, a Plato. Uh, I haven't done a gold style. I'll just say that because you know, at some point sure. when you call it tax too much, it sounds negative. But it's, I would love to give no, more. It gets expensive. That's there's sure. The, Definitely some validity to that, um, for sure. But he thinks that the algorithm possibly, and I say possibly, he said definitely, but I say possibly because he didn't look at the numbers, he doesn't know. And I hate slinging accusations. I, I think it's dirty. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's possible that the algorithm leans towards gold purchasers. Hmm. Uh, weighted, maybe even. Sure. I don't know. Uh, you had a, 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 once you had, had a team, you had a challenge. Um, yeah. I would say for the same thing for me, though, when I was in Diamond on game day and climbed, my story was very similar to the one you just told. So I, I, I don't know what to say about algorithms. God, I, if that is the case, I feel like it, it completely, obviously completely sucks. And this game should not be based on who spends the most money in it. Of it course. I mean, it goes without way, saying. But, yeah. Yeah. So I hope that, I really do hope that that's not the case. Um, uh, I'd be... I'd be disappointed enough in this game to actually quit playing if I found out that that uh, that they seriously I would. No, I'm sorry, last night Agent Arena. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that if they if they put an algorithm in there that that secretly rewarded players that donate money, um, you know, it's one thing to say 
to come out and say, "Hey, we have an algorithm here that uh, don't that uh, increases your your abilities in PvP," or like makes the you know if the dice falls on that little edge, uh, we tip it over in your direction, kind of thing. If you if you uh, are one of our monthly gold sale purchasers, but uh, I can't imagine they do that. I think no. that that's. And I think honestly, if if any if it's ever the case, you know, I think it's unintentional. One hundred percent. I think it it would be. Well, they couldn't accidentally put code like that in there. Well, I, mean, I think they, as they've they, grown, they've added more and more code, and quite possibly, if you don't, you know, code. Mm. If you've gone three years mm. of just adding code and not really going back and cleaned house somewhat, one yeah. some old string of code that was said to look for certain things. Well, now this gold sale qualifies as a certain thing, whether you meant it, you never meant it to do that. I got you. Yeah. yeah I'll give you that. I'll give That's you all that. I'm saying. It, it's, yeah. I don't, I'm with you. I, the more I've thought about it, the more I was like, no, this company's really been straightforward with how they play the game. They've really tried hard. There are issues and a lot of it is flash based, but I think as a core mindset going forward, that they try to make it a balanced game as best as mm -hmm. possible. Yeah, I would. I would say that. Yeah, but next to defense, man, that that shit ain't working. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about the PvP character reward, which is um, Modern Songbird. She is. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> I'm like gonna bang the the microphone here. She uh, was she at some point a Thunderbolt? I think she was. Uh, yes, wasn't she? She was a Thunderbolt. Yeah. Uh, in the future, yes, she of becomes course, an she Avenger. Was, Right, she's screaming Mimi, and then became uh, Songbird as part of the. Thank goodness, right? Such a better name. Uh, became yeah. Songbird as part of the Thunderbolts. Um, she uh, basically is a. Well, let's let's talk about her, the character, uh, the, the playable character herself, tactician, with um, flying. Even though her avatar isn't flying, she's just standing there. Um, she's, uh, got both tactician and, and bruiser, I'm sorry, tactician and blaster, uh, classes. So a dual class, even though listed as a tactician, um, she has a chance to grant an ally an extra turn after their action. Don't know what that percentage is. She is, oh, she was a founding member of the Thunderbolts. Thank you, M.A. Clairvoyant. Uh, she is, uh, she has a chance to avoid attacks and she has a chance to counter attacks. Her actions. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say her her avatar. While definitely female, she honestly just reminds me of a glam rocker from the eighties. I mean, she could she be. She kind of does, yeah. yeah. She's Gary Glitter or something. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so her uh, her first attack multifunction. She's got a ranged sonic single enemy attack that uh, puts something called hesitant aim on them. For uh, gives a fifty percent chance for their ranged attacks to fail. Uh, it's a fear and delirium effect. Uh, or you can do the same thing basically for melee, single enemy sonic attack that has a 50% chance for melee attacks to fail. Her second uh, is also multifunction. Wow. Uh, basically, she spits out pink bubble gum. Um, <laughs> right. Either solid rhetoric, which is a uh, quick action. Um, and it's a, a stamina training. sucker, God. an all enemy, all enemy stamina, stamina, stamina sucker. Uh, her second multifunction is bloody dialogue. It's an all enemy internal bleeding quick action. Third is an all enemy targeted action. And fourth one is an all enemy disoriented quick action. So her uh, second is all, all multifunction uh, quick action. Um, debuffs basically third is her shattering shriek this is the exploit basically if they've got um 
bleeding, burning, chill, dark, void, isolate, corruption, poison, radiation, exposure, straining, or disoriented, mind control, possessed, uh, whatever, you know, uh, fear, uh, mental effects, exploits, delirium, basically. It's uh, it's her, her exploits, um, bonus damage. And then her last one is an all-ally buff, which gives sonic shielding, um, uh, taking reduced damage from enemy attacks and prevents extra damage from attacks that exploit status effects. Now, I'm sure that hers is going to be more powerful, but that's the same as the Web Web Gun. They last her in level nine. Oh, right. Uh, okay. Let, yeah. me, let me pop back to my Web Web Gun because this is a multi action as well. Uh, let me just go to my layout here because I have it equipped. Because I did remember this time because you'll forget that the gear you win you have to go hunt for it uh so wobble up device is multi-function the first function is disoriented weak point for one enemy and gives you seismic feedback for yourself but then her the second function is a sound barrier which is that shield uh, it's shield effect absorbs incoming damage for all allies and it gives health every turn actually on the gun and then the third okay. one uh starts cool down but it's it's uh all allies, sonic acceleration and amped up sonic acceleration grants each other party member an extra turn. And only one extra turn may be taken each round. Amped up is 20% chance to avoid enemy attacks, deals extra damage on attacks. So without losing a turn, well, yeah, is that a quick action? Let me double check. No, it's not a quick action. So just like any other time you give a quick act, blah, blah, blah. blah. Just like any other time you give extra turns to your allies, you will use your turn to do it. But that effect on the gun will immediately give the other two allies extra turns. Gotcha. So, okay. It's a pretty cool gun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it out. I'm going to try it out with the Psychic set, even though there's not really a... A that's, synergy. That's exactly them. how I'm running it. It was with the Psychic set right now. Yeah. Uh, because, um, you know what? The Psychic set is just boss, man. It's mm-hmm. just a good set. It's the yeah, best it set really is. since the Horseman, right? I think so. I think that's a safe, um, a safe description. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, um, let's talk about the other new character, a general release character that came out, uh, Faiza or Faiza uh, Hussein. Um, if there's somebody in the chat room who knows definitively how that's pronounced, somebody who knows somebody with that same name and knows how Faiza is pronounced, um, let us know. But uh, basically, you know, we're getting all of our knights, right? We got, mm. uh, we've had Black Knight for a while, but we got Knight America uh, recently. And by the way, I guess this is probably a great time to let people know. This is the other headline we have. Today is the last day to recruit Knight America. Don't do what I did with... Um, whatever the hell her name was, Death Locket, oh, and, yeah. and accidentally forget to recruit on the last day, even though you've got all the materials. Don't do it. Don't do what I did. Don't be a doofus. <laughs> so make sure uh, you do that. And FF Legendary Hero says Fiza. So okay. thank you, uh, FF Legendary Hero. All right, so Fiza. So just like the uh, pharmaceutical company, right? <laughs> Perfect. Fiza. Fiza. Well, yeah. which is appropriate because she is she's a yeah, pharmaceutical I, yeah. uh <laughs> she's a doctor, Mr. She Stark. She's a doctor. Correct, correct. All yeah. right. So 
her passives are edge of mortality. So she, she's immune to fatal blow and brutal strike. She has a chance to prevent each ally from, uh, from getting knocked out once per combat, which is great. And allies who are saved in this way are granted healing over time, have all debuffs removed and receive bonus healing from benef- uh, beneficence actions. So basically she's a reset button for your heroes. She's, she's almost the, uh, she's almost the Nico Minoru, uh, oh. external edition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where she'll, she'll uh, reset you and, and, and that sort of thing. Although Nico is definitely susceptible to uh fatal, fatal blow. blow. You yeah. can wipe her out first, first time. And Fiza, from what I can tell, Fiza cannot save herself. She can only save the others. Right, right, right. So yeah. So, um, oh, so her, so the grants immunity to fatal blow and brutal, brutal strike are her are not her. They're just allies. No, no. Uh, uh, the other things, the other... I, I, I don't have her in front of me. I just started a battle. But I think she's immune to Fatal Blow. Okay, fatal but strike. the KOs... But yeah, the, she can't the, protect bringing somebody from, from the brink, I think she can't do that for herself. I think she can only do that for others. Gotcha. I haven't seen it trigger yet because she's honestly really badass. Mm-hmm. And I bought her the second she came out. It started power leveling her. I started with uh, 112.2 for the lower levels. And getting through, and then once I got to level four or five, I started going to the simulator. Going, I started low, but she can actually play pretty high up. And at level eight, I had her in the highest simulator, getting wow, her stuff. Nice. And she's and nice. put her with a protector, right? She's generalist, so I put her with Groot, and then I just threw in whoever else for the third person in the simulator. When you're in one twelve two, caps automatically the protector. She has a protector, especially low level. She is tough, man. In the one twelve two, she was healing almost every round when somebody would attack Cap. Bing! She'd throw the healing on him, and he'd get a little bit more. <laughs> nice. Fifteen hundred and something at her right, level one cool. level. I'm not sure what well, it's based wait. off. Mm-hmm. Oh, as you say, can't wait to try her out in the simulator. Then sounds oh, yeah. sounds like she's a blast. But the reason I've said I can't, I haven't had that back from the brink. Whatever they're going to call it for her, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the actual right, called. Right. Uh, I haven't seen it because nobody gets dead enough. Because if they start getting low, she has an emergency heal, which will pretty much fill one person up. She has a group heal that heals over time. You know, she has all kind of healing and her attacks. So her her blessed by light, one, two, and three affect her in different ways. One, level one says, uh, and blessed by light, by the way, is triggered on her level one attack and her level nine attack. Uh, but blessed by light, level one is... Like, uh, she'll defend somebody on low health. Level two is she'll interrupt Oh, the wielder of Excalibur, yes. Yeah, right. with her Excalibur. With level three, she'll do something else. That's just for her. But mm-hmm. then it'll also give her three other levels along with your allies. If you attack, then everybody gets uh, ethereal. Attack. Oh, really? Then okay. Second attack, level two, everybody gets to level two. Everybody. So she has three levels just for her and then three levels that her and the allies also share oh, at the same time. Sick. That's yeah. really slick. It's all right, really cool. good. She's been Very cool. so much fun to level. Um, all right, so quickly uh, rounding out her her uh, passives, as you mentioned, yeah, led by light or lead by light uh, grants the bonuses to her. Uh, level one is protect low health allies. Level two interrupts attacks against low health allies. And level three, when interrupting against low health allies, uh, I'm sorry, when interrupting against yeah low health allies, 
they gain an extra turn. That's really worded uh, poorly. But um, she gets a lead by light or led by light uh, by using her level one and her level nine attacks. Both of those grant that property. So um, you want to start with those when you're uh, when you're doing her attacks. She also has a chance to heal allies who are attacked, uh, part of her field medic passive. Um, her attacks, number one, Excalibur, as I mentioned, gives uh, grants her um, lead by light. And um, it's funny that, yeah, it says every time it's activated, Phaser and her, or Phaser and her allies gain bonuses to their attacks. But you can't find out what those bonuses are by looking at her character, unfortunately. Uh, also gives uh, your characters rising up, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Number two is Hippocratic Oath. It is a single enemy debuff. Uh, basically, it, it, it's the locking bands of Baron Mordo or, or, or the Invisible Woman um, yeah. shell. Except mm-hmm. uh, with Invisible Woman's shell, you can use non-attack uh, things. Like you can do debuffs. You can do buff actions, things like that. With, with Hippocratic Oath, they can only do recharge. That's the only thing they can do. Um, that's also targeted, so guaranteed uh, hit and crit on them, and pain increasing damage by 15%. So again, unlike uh, Invisible Woman's uh, shield or shell, uh, you can actually damage the person that she's mm-hmm. that she's locking down, which is nice. Also it gives her really nice. channeling, um, which means that if somebody else attacks her, then uh, it it stops the it can stop the the channeling. Hence putting th- her with a protector. That's right. Number three attack is a multifunction that is is kind of on different um, operates in the two different phases. Uh, when she's not, I'm guessing this is when she's not doing the Hippocratic Oath. Then it is a health regeneration, emergency restoration, uh, restores some health to a single ally. And if they recently resisted being knocked out due to phases near the brink, this heal restores the character to full health. And then the other multifunction is triage, which gives all allies immunity to endemic manipulated paradise lost in pain, removes and prevents debuffs and heals over time. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. Her level nine is a bright blade. It's an all ally buff. Um, it again, grants her that lead by light and gives all allies blessing and bright blade, which takes off doom, despair. Nice. And, uh, and, prevents <laughs> and, it breaks, it. and prevents it. And yeah, no kidding. So, I mean, despair was such a meta this season, especially the season before. And now this can just go blink. Oh, despair. You don't have that anymore. And then increases the effect of healing. So in addition to, um, in addition to taking despair off, it's also going to boost the healing that you get. So use this, use her right before you use iron or, uh, yeah. Heroic age, iron fists healing or, um, the second, uh, cube deal or whatever. There so you if if you if you find that you're in battles where you're going to lose a lot of health, yeah, she you, you lead with the level nine on her first round, mm-hmm. and then you follow up with level two, the level two the second one the top one which does group healing, and you'll just see just green numbers floating. Wow, <laughs> you know, nice. not literally nice. the whole time, but it's it is it is. It feels very like nice. it's a lot. Of, nice, yeah. cool. So there you go. So. um Great character. Uh, she's going to be fun to uh, level up and and probably going to be seeing a lot of her in PvP. People in the chat room are saying that, uh, um, yeah, she's powerful. She's not a meta breaker. Right. But 
um, you're definitely going to have to have a strategy for dealing with uh, FISA when you see her in PVP. You're going to have to shut her down quickly. And so um, mm-hmm. uh, keep an eye on her for that. Um, and then just again, yeah, the reminder uh, before we get on to audio, just the reminder again, today is the last day to recruit Night America. So if you don't have enough snowballs, go to the store, buy them. They're three gold each. Dailies are still putting them out today. Days You can still get them from the daily day. So if you just need a couple, do the daily first. And maybe even do the daily. So just do it over and over until you get the snowballs because you can do that multiple times. And uh, But make sure that you recruit Nine America before the, the time runs out on that. Absolutely. Okay. Now, before yeah. we get to our awesome audio yes. here, it's coming up in August, which means we've got a new Loot Crate theme going on. From bad guys doing good things for the wrong reasons to good guys with questionable tactics, August is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero. Nice. I like it. Walt the Hero Villain line with his 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, and Kill Bill. That includes two great collectibles, a wearable, and of course, the monthly tee and pin. I love Archer. I love Archer right. so much. <laughs> phrasing, or why are we not doing phrasing? I love Archer so much. <laughs> so yeah, you've got until the 19th of August to get this anti-hero box by midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, and then it's gone. So get over there now, sign up, go to lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up, and then enter code giant size team up for $3 off any new subscription. It'll help us out like we talked about earlier in the show, and you get great stuff to your mailbox mm-hmm. every single month. It's amazing. Charles, there's one thing I'm going to even add to this. Oh. You know, it's not just enough that you're getting stuff from this this month, getting stuff from Hellboy, Harley Quinn, Kill Bill, Archer, um, a fistful of coins, a t-shirt in every crate, a new candidate for president, and a crazy Q-fig. This <laughs> month, this month, you can get, or you will get, bonus downloadable content, a full copy of World of Warcraft with all expansions what? And, and 30 days of free game time. All of this oh, man. included in this month's uh, Loot Crate. That's amazing. So so let's say, you know, if you ever wanted to try uh, World of Warcraft, this is the time to do it. Get, get Loot Crate, use our code. Um, go visit Loot Crate, sign up for a month, get our $3 off special, and you'll get a downloadable World of Warcraft game with, with all uh, the expansions. Don't you have to pay for the expansions? Normally you do. Yeah. What? Yeah. Normally you do. And uh but you'll get 30 days of free game time and and uh that's plenty of time to level a character up to like 20 or something uh and and see a lot of the game. So, um do that today. There you go. That's How rad is that? That's all I did not know that was in this month's box. So that is yeah. really really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Pretty rad. Oh, <laughs> rad. <laughs> All right. We've got uh, we've got Pokeprof. No, we have an antidote thing, but it's not audio. He wasn't able to do audio. We've got a readable from him today. Uh, okay. But here is Pokeprof. He says he's a little little tired. Let's see. Let's see what's oh. going on with oh. all Pokey. Greetings, agents, and welcome back to the MAA Microanalysis. I am your friend, the Neighborhood Pucker Prof, and I'd like to state before we go any further that I am now an uncle of a beautiful baby girl, and I apologize for any future sounds of her you might hear in the background considering that she's going to be living in the same house as I am. You weren't supposed to kidnap her. I'll do my absolute best to keep that from getting into these segments. With that out of the way, let's talk about one of my favorite heroes to use in battle, and one that actually works quite well with the recently released Fazia. 
I believe that's how you say her name. No. Most nope. likely I'm going to be proven wrong by the <laughs> end of the segment. Regardless, you actually might consider him a precursor to the wielder of Excalibur, being able to give the entire team the rising up buff. Whereas the Doctor is all about healing and supporting her allies with a steady hand though, this hero is all about stomping his enemies flat with an iron hoof. Today, we're going to be going over Gorgon, the trainer of the Inhumans. Perhaps the best thing to mention about Gorgon is that, thanks to his main attacks being ground-based, the satyr lookalike is more than capable of hitting his enemies throughout the likes of the cube and other avoidance-like effects. This makes him not only a reliable source of damage in a fight, but also means he can be actually getting his status effects off whenever he attacks. While these might not seem to be the best effects, being just half of the Paragon debuffs, there's actually a quite a lot you can equip to his kit to make him much more of a threat. My personal suggestion? Add the collapsing AISO to his level 2, as that will apply hobbled and fumbling to the entire enemy team. Gorgon can also supply flanking and grounded to his team as well, which makes him all the more dangerous should this land, allowing him to not only stomp over anyone who's flying, but also because the Inhuman's follow-up attack is his secondary skill. This means that, on at least one target, he's capable of fully setting up all the Paragon Exploiter debuffs. What perhaps makes him the most dangerous though, is that when you pair Gorgon up with the other Inhumans. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers, the Inhumans are a team and work best with other members of their group. As such, any other Inhuman in the battle are going to get an immunity to Paragon debuffs as long as Gorgon is around, which makes his team that much stronger. If I had to pinpoint any particular Inhuman that would be the deadliest to be with Gorgon, it would probably have to be Karnak, if you're going to be going really for the synergies. This isn't even mentioning his show no mercy skill, which I like to call the high kick from hell. <laughs> with the right effects in play and an auto crit effect baked into his abilities, this attack becomes capable of one-shotting just about anything he goes up against. With a passive ability any bruiser would love to have, and with hard-hitting skills that can make even Havoc sit up and take notice, Gorgon is more than a worthy hero to have among your allies, especially considering his price is only 90 CP. If you ever needed to give your enemies a swift boot to the head, I suggest picking Gorgon up and giving them a hoof to the head instead. Head back to the Helicare agents and see if the Inhuman Trainer can't whip you into shape. Nice. Now, two things. First, mm -hmm. Pokey Prof, when we say you got to catch them all, we don't mean babies. So you shouldn't have brought her <laughs> home. Just <laughs> give her back to her mama. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> and secondly, you notice there's no happy? Because I have fixed it. <laughs> there's no happy today. Everybody's unhappy. It's the day after PvP. So. All right. All right. Great. But uh, uh, one, congratulations on your niece. And then uh, that's Gorgon is amazing. Although I can't say Gorgon, I have to say Gorgon. I don't, it's Gorgon. Just, yeah, it's just bit in the, built into my head. I have to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, he's he is really good. Um, again, probably a mid lister. He's really fun in dailies. He's really fun if you can get him for a daily. He's really fun for the regular missions as well. PvP, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, non meta. He's, I guess mm -hmm. is the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. So. 
Holy cow, I keep getting ads on the side of Facebook, right? And I've seen all <laughs> kind of good ones. These are good, though. Yeah. So, so Loot Crate is adding a Halo Collector's Edition. Yeah, I just so saw that. You wow. can get that once every two months uh, for a very big price. Uh, but then NerdBlock is having a NerdBlock comic and is advertising Harley Quinn stuff. NerdBlock's also doing a classic box now, which is uh, advertising the classic Ghostbusters. It's like, yeah, go away, ads. I don't have any money. I can't help you. <laughs> so, all right, let's get Kingfisher up here. But I thought it was worth mentioning to everybody because, you know, it's fun stuff and you guys should go check it out. Uh, we don't get paid for nerd block at all, so just saying. Here we go. What is up from the Hell Carrier? It's Kingfisher745. And this is the All Hell the King segment that you can only find right here. I just want to put this out here. Sometimes I feel stupid. And it's mainly because I may have forgotten a rule, or especially an unwritten rule in the game. And that's kind of how it went with the first look at the Vortex suit. Now, I don't agree with the rules, but they've been in place. So the suit does work fine. Other than that, I'm not going to complain about anything today. It's my fault, and we'll move on. Something I, did happen I that I started to think was <laughs> never going to happen again. And that's that we hit 25,000 subscribers for the second time. Wow. So I'm happy about that. And I started to question whether it was going to happen because we needed 15 for like four days. And I think we just lost subs. So it got really stagnant there at the end. But with that finally being done, I do want to put out the 25k Q&A really soon here. And then I was working on something else. We'll see if I get it done in time. But that's pretty exciting news. And I'm just really yes. tired if I don't sound excited. Other things that have me quite excited in the game, and some of them have me nervous, revolve around the new character, Excalibur. You know, I've thought of some teams for a while now, and I kind of held them back, but of course Cloak and Dagger is going to be a crazy team with them. But there are a few that I dread that I haven't seen, but I know I'm going to see, especially after the segment, after the video. But you know what? They would come regardless. So the first team up and type of team that's going to be in the episode with her, the All Hail the King episode, is along the lines of Thing, Wonder Man. You know, a really annoying tank character. Mm -hmm. But who has me maybe the most worried? Well, P5 Colossus. Yeah. Remember P5 Colossus and his <laughs> healing? Then remember Excalibur makes you immune to despair? Yeah, even though Groot and his immune to fatal blow sound like a good team up as well. I think P5 Colossus may just enrage us all. I guess the obvious link would be to take her out, but my goodness. Trying to finish Colossus, and he's immune to despair, and has all mm. that debuff protection. That just sounds like a nightmare. Plus, we can use Hobbled or the Lunacy, and then with that insane debuff, most attacks cannot be stealthy or catastrophic, so you most likely will have to go through Colossus. Man, I hate to even think about this season. Anyways, though, that's going to be the first team. Then I was thinking, you know what? There were some other really annoying characters that we could bring back. So along the lines of Enchantress, <laughs> remember all her healing? And then, of course, I thought of Phoenix, and who I settled on was Nico. Resurrex can be back in play. Now, I am going to do a first look at her very soon, and we may overlap some of the teams. But the All Hail the King episode is laid out right there. The first look in PvP adder was going to be today, but I may try to bump up that 25k video instead. Plus, I do want to do a Twitch stream later, so that's probably going to be around 6pm. 
If the video isn't released by then, I'll try to put it out later tonight. It's just a rough day right now. Tuesdays often are. They're pretty busy. But I'll do what I can, and if not, hey, I'll upload the Twitch stream, and we'll try some Excalibur teams there for sure. By the way, I'm calling her Excalibur because I have to figure out how to actually say her name. <laughs> Someone let me know that I was saying her first name wrong, and I figured I was, but I actually watched a video that said it was pronounced that way. I thought they were wrong, but, but hey, I obviously didn't know how exactly either, so I just went with it. Maybe it's Phasia or... Faiza or Faiza? I think maybe Faiza is correct. <laughs> Anyways, I'll find out. I like to try to give it my best as far as pronunciations. Some though I'll never get right, like Dormammu. I don't know. That's I right. I said exactly how they said it in that game, at least to my ear, and people still said I did it wrong, so kind of gave up on him. Well, I'm rambling now, and that's never good, so I think we're coming to the end of this one. We can debate the pronunciation of names more during the live stream. So yeah, if you can make it, that'll be cool. I'll catch you there. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you for listening, and until next time, good luck and take care. Now back to the hosts. Well, I have to say, for the first time ever, the only complaint we have about the characters, we're not sure how to say her name. Right. You right. know? And, all uh, my, and, is, yeah. and I did go online and confirm uh, the Arabic. It's an Arabic origin right. name, female uh, gender, and it is Faiza. Okay, cool. So, uh, Faiza. <laughs> Faiza. <laughs> but not, not Faiza. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I love how a little you gap played. In there. Yeah, yeah. I, I played with it there. That was fun. I, there was one annoying team up he didn't mention that uh, you and I have been sworn to secrecy, at least for now on, that somebody shared with us. That would be very, very, very annoying. But P5 Colossus, yeah, I want to see if I have him right now. If not, oh, I'm yeah, with be, Iron uh, Curtain? Holy crap. Yeah. So we've got some emails that we need to fly through so we can get the deuce done. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Take it off. I'll take the first one. This comes to us from Agent Fender P. Says, hey, gents, first time emailer. Agent Fender P, reporting for duty. Want to bring your attention to a problem many of us players have in PvP. Hackers and cheaters. It seems to me that Playdom is treating the situation of cheaters in PvP a little too softly. I've seen warnings from Playdom about cheaters and hackers, but it was pretty minimal. Like telling them, hey, don't do this or we might actually do something. That's my Brian Regan. Like slap their wrists or maybe wave their fists menacingly at these cheaters and hackers. Ooh, I personally doubt they'll do anything. These people continue to cheat and hack their way through PvP while we honest players putt away trying to make adamantium. So I just want to know what you gents thought about this situation. Thanks a bunch, Steve, a.k.a. Agent Fender P. Well, if you could kind of detail how they cheat, I w I w I'll take those notes down and try them out <laughs> to make sure it actually exploits the game. No. Yeah. No, I mean, basically, whenever you see, <clears throat> whenever yeah. you're going up against somebody in, in adamantium or even vibranium, and you're able to one-shot their defensive mm -hmm. team because it's like 9,000 or, you know, 10,000 uh, health, um, that's, that's certainly when you can recognize that it's happening. All you can do is report them and... If enough people do that, like if everybody reports them when they see them, then um, hopefully Plato will do something about it. But if they're just hearing it from, uh, you know, one or two percent of players, then they're probably not going to see it as a big issue. But if they start hearing it from like 50 or 60 percent of players, then they, they probably will address it. 
I I didn't think about that. I never. I always go, oh yeah, you're a cheater because you know I've got twenty thousand health and you got six thousand, so I'm just going to kill you and move on. But I don't think about. It. You're right. We need to report them. Yeah, I don't. I'm bad at it that, too. Yeah. I haven't reported anybody, and I, you know, I don't want to be the guy who reports somebody who's not doing anything wrong. But um, I'll leave that to Platum decide. You know, you report something suspicious and let Platum do the research and say, no, they're yeah. totally on the up and up. They just happen to have a shitty team on defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's that now they did clear house, uh, what a year, year and a half ago. I mean, they really cleared house. In fact, some good players got banned at first that had to argue their case, uh, because it kind of, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. I'll just say that. I don't know why, but I do know there were some people associated with the show or at least listeners, I guess is what I'm saying, mm -hmm. who said, Oh, I got banned too. And, and they oh, might've been doing some questionable things, but they weren't exploiters or cheaters. So they got back in. So, but they did do a big clearinghouse that lasted for a while wow. the ultimate issue is it's like the man who has to lose everything versus the man who has to lose nothing you know somebody's holding you at gunpoint and you got your family i'm the guy with the family i have to protect them he's a guy with gun he's got nothing to lose that's mm -hmm. cheaters versus Platum. Platum's still putting out fires and they they really need to get rid of this defense on the pvp thing and other issues that plug the game that are honest issues they don't have a whole anti-cheating department, to my knowledge, anyway. Right. And and the cheaters have nothing to lose. They'll just create another dummy account. They'll hack the game again. They'll get. I, they just want to watch the world burn. Some of them, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, so that's that's the ultimate. There will. I think pretty soon, maybe by the end of this calendar year, I think you'll see Playdom put out more and more warnings and probably do another clearinghouse. Uh, however, if it let's talk about all the announcements made at San Diego Comic Con. Oh, yeah, there was oh, right. none. <laughs> so that's a little yeah. scary because they've always made announcements at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, they did initially. I don't know if they've done any announcements for the last two years. I, I almost they feel did last year, but maybe not. Maybe I was incorrect. I don't think so. They did some announcements um, right around um, November because we, we went through those during the uh, the Coverthon because okay. they had just been announced. But I don't remember them doing anything at Comic-Con last year either. And um, the last time I remember them doing any sort of, of uh, comments, they were talking about Spider-Verse, Spider, Spider -verse, which was two yeah. years ago. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Or was that last year? That wasn't last year, was it? I don't remember. Yeah, it had to be last year because in this past year, in this past calendar year from Comic-Con to Comic-Con, we had the whole Spider-Verse Okay, well, then yeah, I take that back. Yeah, that's, that's when Justin Woods was there, and he was saying, yeah, we're doing Spider-Verse, we're doing um, uh, Winter Soldier. So, all right, my my mistake, I guess, uh, for some reason, I thought Spider-Verse was two years ago. Yeah. I so. just want it to be longer ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we agree with you. It is a problem. We just, you know, mm -hmm. we've been around long enough to see him handle it, and it come back. So we'll yeah, so here's a good thing. Like if you if you suspect someone and you're not sure if it's cheating, then take a couple screenshots and upload them to either from the Helicarrier on Facebook or Agents Only Lounge if you're uh, if you're in that group, um, and we can all kind of take a look and say, oh yeah, this is what we need to be looking for, and then we can report chumps who are doing that sort of thing. So yeah, absolutely. That all right. Uh, and well, this is from Agents Creature. Well, it's that time again. It's time for your dose of bitching. Today I'm bitching about, well, I don't know what I'm going to bitch about, so give me a minute. Well, i got nothing to bitch about, so have fun, everyone. <laughs> there you go. Uh, next. Thank you, Mac. 
Uh, Agent Anado says, hello, guys and gals. This is your friendly but currently not in the neighborhood, Anado. I've had a little bit of an issue with my voice recently, and it's uh, completely gone. The doctor says I shouldn't speak until it's fully recovered, so I'm left here with the option of waiting until next week to say something, or I can just write in and hopefully have one of the dudes read it out for me. Sorry, guys. Happy won't be in any audio from me today. <laughs> so, so, blink, blink. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can interrupt that. So I wanted to cover as a hero who I think tends to get uh, way too much slack, especially since a lot of us demanded for him all the way from the beginning of the game. Now it's been two years since he was released in a fan favorite Spec Ops, debuting alongside the likes of Pesty Beast, Famine, and the Horsemen of War, as well as the dreaded Horseman set. Out of the four, he tended to be the least liable. Now, after a few years of new weapons and ISOs, get ready to grab your skates for the Iceman cometh back. Yes, there will be no frozen drugs included in this email. You're welcome, parents. <laughs> so when I use Iceman, I think it's best you always use his modern alt. Not only because it has two EISO slots available, but because Bobby is able to gain his hero buff, Dead of Winter, a lot more often than he would in his horseman alt. This buff will allow Iceman to receive back to 10% health while also removing all debuffs on him and adding additional effects to his actions. Since you kind of want him to be knocked out the first time, the Wild Force EISO is a great choice since his single target attacks gain the Desperation attack type, making his attacks deal more damage the lower his health. Here's where things start to get a little more wild. Long ago when I was testing Iceman, the Elite ISO seemed like the best bet for him. Getting increased attack and defense was surely something he needed to fill his power gap. However, I realized that the enemies would always go around him and attack my other team members. I thought it would be a good idea to find some way uh, for him to protect, but there weren't any gadgets that would allow me to do that. Seeing how it would be impossible to get Iceman protecting in any other way, I figured Phoenix would be a good partner. Don't worry. I remember last time Phoenix and Iceman were mentioned together on the show. I'll keep it short. Uh, reference uh, to breaking the panel when we had Ellie on as a guest. And Actually, it was it. here. It's what birthed breaking oh, the panel. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. That's when we talked about Iceman being gay. Uh Um, What Phoenix can do is when she focuses her level 6 on Iceman, he will protect everyone from attacks. And since the Elite ISO provides the immunity to Cornered, it all works well. Phoenix doesn't have much else in common with Iceman, but they do work great when pulling off some damage. The last bit of this build is a bonus step. If you want, the Bruiser-infused tech suit, which I'm sure most refer to as the Bruiser Ice Suit, plays very well with this build. As labeled on the suit, melee attacks gain the ice type and now apply Frostbite. Frostbite's a debuff that also makes the enemy attacks the ice type. Enemies attacks the ice type. Why this works so well is that your agent will gain health when anyone with a non-fire type attack hits him or her. As for Iceman, he's able to take half of the damage from ice attacks, so make sure to find a good AOE melee weapon and your enemies will be stuck in the ice age well I hope you enjoyed this breakdown on Iceman who I think nobody should consider as a low priority hero as for next week I think I'm going to toss things up a bit and maybe unveil how to stop a certain hero before they become worthy thanks everyone until next time stay safe and happy hunting Anado. awesome that is really well laid out yeah we we miss your voice but uh, this this is a good substitute Dude, I would, I would, oh my God, man. If a doctor told me I couldn't talk, I was like, uh, I need a second opinion because that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, I, what do I do? Five, six podcasts a week now? Yeah. Right. Uh, and I still oh, talk. Only, only five or six. Yeah. Well, plus, I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to be like you, Dad. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then I'd make my living actually at night talking every single night. So right. Like, trivia, the karaoke. Uh, 
Uh, I've done some. I've done some rough ones where I'm like, I can't sing tonight, guys, but you can come on up. You know. Wow. But yeah, I've had to call out one time because I lost my voice. Load. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Agent Cal writes in, and I hate him just a little bit. Uh, here we go. Hello, fellow agents. This is Agent Cal reporting in. First, I want to celebrate that I finally ended up in adamantium. I want to thank Odin and Kingfisher for his ideas and all. Is that his god? Is he praying to Odin? I'm not sure. I guess he's uh, thanking Odin, sure. Yeah. All right. Kingfisher for his ideas and all of you agents at the Helicarrier Podcast. Time for a victory dance. And he attached a video called Obama Victory Dance. <laughs> it's this guy with a, a, a presidential mask on doing funny, funny dances. It's awesome. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, second, I have a confession to make. During this PvP tourney, I had to use my psych- I had to use my psychic set against another fellow Helicarrier agent. But we all know there can be only one. So I hope Big Boss Charles McFall can understand that when I handed him that crushing defeat, <laughs> that I was only applying the lessons from the Helicarrier podcast and success freaks. If you want to win, you have to go all the way, no regrets. <laughs> See you at the Helicarrier agents. Now, two things here, Cal. One, the lesson always is you've come across Emmett or myself, you let us win. That's what right there's my say. name. Yeah. Yes, he is Agent Let Me Win. I am Agent McFall FDH. Yeah. Secondly, that's not why I hate him. He attached a photo that Emmett, you can see in our notes. <laughs> It'll go into the newsletter that yeah. goes out uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. We're a week yeah, behind on the newsletter. What, what level would you say that cloak and dagger is that he's using? Cloak and dagger, it, you bastard. <laughs> it is level three. He's using a level three cloak and dagger and a level 13 curse. Right. You <laughs> bastard. And you still apparently hit me a crushing defeat on this. And nice. I was rating 1422 at the time. He's 1495. It just makes me cry just a little nice. bit. See, nice. my cloak and dagger is actually way higher than his. And yeah. I don't put them into play until they're like level 14, 12, you know, 13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, cloak and daggers with ethereal on them, the, the, yeah, mm. I said that it starts with a theory. Oh, Jesus, it is genius. Really, it, it is really good. It, la- it makes them last around, and sometimes it, that's enough. Sometimes one round's enough because there's so many rounds. If I don't end cloak and dagger in the first round with my Spitfire, then they'll <laughs> cloak will just like swallow dagger up and spit her out. Oh, full health again! Woohoo! Let's go. It's like oh my goodness, it's tough. So yeah, genius. But yeah, level three, you are. You're some evil kind of guy. That's all I'm saying. Man, I love seeing that. I just noticed that. Yeah, level three uh, cloak and dagger. Holy cow. See, I actually did not catch that. I caught the training available under Kurth, and that she was level mm-hmm. 13. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even have a 50 level. Uh. <laughs> and defense nice. sucks. Nice. But uh, congrats, Cal. Of you course. Know. Of course. Screw you, but congrats. Uh, Agent uh, Costin writes in, says, hello, FTH. Uh, the agent that finally sold his soul to the psychic set but still failed to get adamantium writes in from the country where PvP ends the midnight between Monday and Thursday. I don't understand how it's in his country. It goes Monday, Thursday, and then what, the weekend? I, that'd be a nice, that'd be a nice yeah. work week, wouldn't it? Hope that's the case. Uh, welcome back to MAA What If Part 3.2. Today we explore the idea of betting resources in the one versus one friendly PvP feature from last week. Have you ever argued with somebody that a hero is, is useful and they just refuse to listen? Then challenge them to risk CP to check if it's true or not? Or maybe they're going to argue that they have a better team than you. You can check that too, of course. You can fight without bets also if you want. 
Uh, so it's a betting, if, if, you know, from last week having that PvP system where mm-hmm. you could uh, play um, not for leveling for PvP rating or anything like that, but have a friendly a friendly fight against uh, someone in your ally bar. It would be great if you could, and what he's suggesting is being able to bet resources, like have CP be uh, what what uh, what's at stake in those fights. That's great. Yeah. This concludes the final part of MV. I'm sorry, of MAA. What if PVP edition? Next week we start PVE. And my favorite idea: a shorter email this week because I nothing is a side subject, but I'm going to watch the stream on my new laptop. All right, sounds good, Custodian. <laughs> That's right. He had. He had issues with his laptop, unfortunately. Oh, uh, lap, uh, last week he wrote in. Uh, well, let's see in the Twitch. Uh, a lot of times when we read his email, goes, "Hey, that's me." And he didn't pop yeah. up, so maybe he didn't get to watch it today. Let's. Uh, I thought I saw him earlier. Maybe not. Uh, maybe Agent Re seventy one says ideas for silver and CP on the daily login. You start with a gift of say twenty five thousand silver, increasing by twenty five thousand each day up to one hundred thousand on the fourth day. I'm down with that. On the mm-hmm. fifth day, you can choose to continue getting 100,000 silver, or you can choose to switch over to getting free CP, one, three, five, and then 10 on the fourth each of each day to have, after provided, you continue to choose a CP option. If you choose to revert, if you choose to revert to getting silver, it returns to day one. Hmm. A little complicated, but I like where you're going with this. So it's, basically, it's like extending the daily login 10 uh, five more days right because basically what you're doing is day one 25,000 silver day two 50,000 silver day three 75,000 silver all the way up to mm-hmm. the fourth day 100,000 then on the fifth day you can go oh i'd like cp instead and it swaps over to one cp and then three cp and then five then two. Right, right i would like honestly that see this sounds similar to what they're doing in maa2 with that mm-hmm. login which we'll talk about that i, I failed miserably on that one. Oh no uh, this month it's fine it, i knew it was gonna happen it's fine uh but they have a calendar and you see the rewards you get and at the end of the week at the end of seven days you get a big gold canister and if you log in for 24 days not in a row just period if you log mm-hmm. in for 24 days you get a ton of gold canisters and it's really, really good. And they open for eight to ten, or even higher, sometimes lower. But yeah, it's it's. I like what what he's talking about because we all know you miss a, a login on MAA one, and you reset to one, two, three, four, and then the fifth day, which is every day after the fifth day, you get one CP, which is it's fine, it's good. But I don't even remember what those stupid options are. One, two, three, and four days, right? Because it's just just get to day five, mm-hmm. give me my CP again. So I'd love to know. I, I would like to see that redone, uh, some way to to let us generate silver every day, uh, and let us generate uh, CP as well. That'd be nice. Totally. Because um, I th- I think if you do the I think if you do his idea of one three five and ten and then have to reset on the fifth day, that's a lot of CP they're going to give out, and they have kind of overvalued CP a little bit. Uh, but I think if you you take that idea and tweak it, it'll work. You're up with Tarma, I believe it is. Cool. All right. Uh, hello from the Helicarrier crew. As it turns out, I discovered last week that everything I had been sending from my email account was being sent out as one big long sentence, regardless of formatting. I apologize for sending the show one long sentence, and I've created a new email address to prevent that from happening in the future. This past week has been pretty crazy for MA1. I can safely say that FISA was not on the list of characters I was going to include for this segment. Now, without any more delay... Below is the first edition of Here Comes a New Challenger. Start. 
Uh, this week for Here Comes the New Challenger, I'll be covering a character that doesn't need much background, as most of us are probably already familiar with him. Uh, having fought alongside Captain America and the Howling Commandos, Hank Pym, and countless other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, this character can throw down with anyone that Hydra, Leviathan, or the Magia can throw at them. Not only that, this character has been in five Marvel movies, was the star of their own one-shot, along with two seasons of a TV series dedicated to them. With such an impressive resume, it's really odd that Agent Carter hasn't been added to the game. Being in five Marvel movies alone should be enough to have someone added to the game, but Peggy Carter is one of the few characters remaining <clears throat> that doesn't require any research who can and should be added to the game. While there are a lot of versions of Peggy that could be added, such as World War II uniform, Elder Shield official or general undercover agent, the version that should be added is her most recognized version, Peggy's red, and, red hat and blue dress. This is the version that sees the most merchandise and fan mm. attention, as you can't attend any comic convention without seeing someone dressed as Agent Carter. I mean, it's so it's, true. Yeah. And it's totally good. It's a good look on her. I mean, it really is. Yep. Uh, I will be upfront on this. I really want to see a bruiser or infiltrator in the game. That combination would be amazingly fun, as having enraged combat reflexes would be great. That being said, Peggy Carter fits that role perfectly. She's known on the front lines with, or she's shown on the front lines with Captain America, the Howling Commandos, and the best the SSR has to offer. But in addition to being able to scrap with the best of them, she can also sneak in any facility, from high-end social clubs to fortified military facilities. There isn't anything that seems to stop her entry. Add in state-of-the-art for 1940s technology, and we've got the makings of a character who could be both a lot of fun and potentially PvP-worthy. Finish. <laughs> I guess that's not really something I need to read. Please don't hesitate. Uh, okay, that's he's just that is for us right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'd love to see Agent Carter in the game, and I think what did they they did add her to? Um, was it Future Fight or it was one of the other games added a Captain America version? That was uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest yeah. added a yeah Agent Carter uh, a yeah. version. Um, so. I, I can't see any reason not to add her. She's got great tie-ins with the uh, uh, with the movies. Sadly, the TV show got canceled, but um, but she's a fan favorite, so it seems like a, a no-brainer to get her into the uh, into the game. I want to see her now. See, now to me, she's free to show up on Netflix shows. You know, float right. float around because right. they mm -hmm. can do time stuff. They can do you know, totally. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Play, she needs to play her own daughter. Let's modernize her. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Haley Atwell back in the universe. <laughs> playing uh, she playing play Agent 13? Yeah, okay. yeah, let's do that. Although we have an Agent 13 now. Yeah, exactly. Agent Chief FDH writes in, finally finished an adamantium, but it wasn't easy. Ended up with more than 500 offensive battles. Actually got myself up to 2,000 ranking on Saturday. Figured that'd be good enough for me to cruise to adamantium by game day by just doing 5 to 10 battles a day. You would think 2,000 ranking. Boy, was I wrong. I lost 175 points overnight to Sunday. Lost into the triple digits throughout the day. Kept fighting when I could just make just to make up ground. Lost another 125 overnight into game day. I kept losing nearly triple digits every few hours. Holy cow. I had to make up 100 points to get into, to get into Adamantium with about two hours left. Fortunately, I was able to march to 1700 and held off. The clock expired with 1634. Whew. And that seems to be experienced, right? It, is, it, that's ridiculous defensive losses. But when you, on game day, can get into adamantium and finally get away from that pit-grabbing 
where the rest of us are pulling on your leg. Take me with you. Mm-hmm. We're at 14, 1549. Uh, when you get away from that and get a little above 1600, it becomes a little bit of a breather. Now, like you said, you had to keep watching it, but right. that seems to be the case towards the last two hours. Anyway, anyone else notice the funky idle animation on the new suit? Uh, I did not, but it was pointed out to us. It was fun. Weapon holding hand and head on the agent look like they're floating. For quality's sake, I hope they fix that soon before I end up picking on my screen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> picked up Fiza. Actually saw her a few times in PvP. I did too. Have her at level 10. She might become a meta breaker simply by removing the permanent debuffs like Despair that have become so necessary to win PvP, myself included. Definitely not McFall style. Thoughts? I would disagree because she goes in, she auto heals. You want to smack some people with that sword to get those uh, led by light or lead right. by light, whatever it is right. on there. Uh, right. You know. The levels, the, the buff she's, levels. She's, yeah. She's a lot kind of girl. I, 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 like, <laughs> I like her. I like the hooded style. I like the night aspect. It's good. Uh, and please play them. If you're going to introduce level 16, give us a friggin' silver pinata group boss. Chief FTH. Agreed. Yeah. All right, I believe. Yeah, I this say we need the we need the pinata group boss, regardless of if there's a level sixteen. I think um, you know people are starting to run low, unless your name is uh, George, Uncle George. Now, see, I, I with the animation though, I am going to disagree. I want them to leave it and bring back dancing cable, and let's put those two together because that's <laughs> so much fun. There you go. Very good. Uh, all right. Uh, hello. It's the life model decoy clone scroll of Agent Doty, Agent CK7, or is it the other way around? No, guys, that wasn't about the patch notes. That's what you could do with war stories. The subject line said so. I suppose I should have titled it that way anyway. You see, for example, Ms. Marvel, uh, is this referencing something Last that we week said? Last week we were doing the patch notes and we thought he had broken it down for us. Because I don't believe his email oh, said CK7. Okay. So I said, I, well, I don't have an agent name in the email. I just look at the last name of the person who wrote and said Agent Doty, and that's actually CK7, apparently, who, gotcha. by the way, lives in my backyard. I mean, not literally. He's not camping out in my backyard, <laughs> but he's, he's. I won't say where he lives, but he lives very close to me, which is very interesting. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so just a quick thing, CK7. Uh, if you're going to put reference to something in the last show, make sure you clarify what that is, because yeah. just replying um, doesn't always make it clear what you're referring to. All right, uh uh, so he was talking about war stories. Um, uh, I suppose I should have titled it like that way. Anyway, you see, for example, Ms. Marvel, you use her level nine absorb energy, which buffs up her level one, level six. Then you use war stories, then reuse her level nine to increase the stacks and make her photon shot and brawl do insane damage. Haven't had a chance to go through the rest of the characters yet because of PVP. Another reply it looks like, wow, from what you guys are saying, Platum has only neutralized the enjoyment of the game and impaired the reputation. I'm sorry. Uh, also, not sure what not that's really in sure reference what that to. One is either. <laughs> uh, Scarlet Witch is one of my least favorite opponents. Hexed goes off every round, if not every move, and it's two freaking rounds. Couple that with manipulated, and you're going to have a bad day. Scarlet was also the only person to reverse debuffs made in the presence of uh, Pestilence Beast. Uh, oh, come on. I have to find an adamantium player in gold? Why does matchmaking hate me? Ten defenses in ten hours. Seriously? You know what? I don't even care anymore. I made diamond. The nightmare is over for now. So, grabs the wub wub device. Everybody clap your hands. Oh, this is the everybody <laughs> clap your hands. <laughs> Let's <you> amp <laughs> it up. Straight to the left. Straight to the right. Take a defensive loss. Yeah, I'm done. 
Despair and Jennifer, yeah, okay. uh, are there any ISO builds that hurt the character in some way, such as Nico with the immune to bleeds ISO? Oh, God, that's a good point. Yeah, if you take off the bleeds, all of a sudden Nico can't use any of her powers. Um, there probably are, but I can't think of what they are right now. Uh, I mean, it all basically depends on if any of those characters have a status effect that is a negative status effect that gives them that, some other benefit. And if you can wipe out that negative status effect, they lose that other benefit. Uh, do you think that Songbird will have some sort of extra story reason for going after the Circle of Eight or Worthy because they killed Angar the Screamer, her sort of boyfriend? Didn't know that, so that's cool. Last year, M.A. didn't get anything but an interview announcing Mayday and Company. This year, nothing for either game. Anyone worried? Is Doom Guy marching around us with the end is nigh signs? Uh, well, we did get something about MA2, not at SDCC, not at Comic-Con, but we did get something after that. We'll break that down on the deuce. Uh, thoughts on Fiza, specifically how to beat her. I fought her once in PvP with Night America, and every bit of damage I gave her got overwritten, and I never got another chance from the Sea of Interrupts. I've heard she's actually pretty squishy, though. Is she any form of threat in PvP defense? I don't know. Mm. Okay. I faced be. her a few times, uh, but because I'd already played with her to train up to level eleven, I knew that I needed to take her out first. Yeah. So it, yeah, she. I think depends she can on how be. smart the AI is when they're using her, like building up those uh, lead by light. Yeah, if you if she has a protector and you can't get to her, then that healing, I mean, it can get to you pretty fast. I mean, you're just going to see them overheal, and if if the AI uses it correctly, she'll keep you from putting despair on. That can be that can be just a bad day. Mm -hmm. uh, continue with Fiza. Do you think we'll get Pete Wisdom to finish off Captain Britain's MI13 team, which was Spitfire, Black Knight, Fiza, Pete, and Captain Britain? Sure, he's one of those characters, <laughs> but still, we're pretty close to completing that team. Yeah, Pete Wisdom, uh, a mutant. So um, who knows? Uh, God, I loved I loved Pete Wisdom in the X Men though. So it'd be great to great to have him in there. And, uh, well, it's time to run from Kurth again. Later, signing out uh, CK7. Uh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, like, I do like the way you break out your, your uh, email into things that we can quickly and easily respond to. But make sure that if you reference something we say in a previous show, just throw that in there as well so we know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get this. Oh, you know what? Mike's going to be so mad at me. He got us a new ending. And I, it, I'm not used to having a new ending, so I forgot to download it. Oops. So we're going to use the old ending, but this should be the last time you hear the old ending on the show. Okay. So here we go. And counting. And it, I should have clicked on it a minute ago. That was my bad. So, hey, guess what? I picked up. Oh, there you go. Agents, listen up. Music from the Helicarrier provided by The Beginning at Last. Subscribe to Twitch TV to see us whenever we're live. Give us a review, rate us, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Find more of Epic Boss McFall on House of the Bear at Facebook and the Success Freaks podcast. And more of Agent Ebbett on the Coverville podcast and Agent Klotz just hanging out all over the Harlow Carrier website. Agents, your primary point of contact is via email at fromthehelicarrier at gmail.com and find everything else you need from tips and strategy on the game to full archive episodes on the helicarrier.com website. Agents, this has been another proud podcast from the Helicarrier Podcast Network. And with that, 
the boss has fled. Well, yeah.